Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you guys are well and enjoying these sports. Like that's the that's the great thing. Like we have perspective of things. It's, it's really really important. Got to have perspective on it. And last night's a perfect example. Like we can get caught up in what Ty Lue and the L.A. Clippers. Uh, didn't do, right? We can totally get caught up in that. Or we can just go, hey, here's one of the worst franchises historically in the NBA playing without their star player, and they had them. They had them. And they were not the better team most of the night, but they had a one-point lead with the ball, eight seconds and change to go, and Paul George at the free throw line, and, well, you know what happened since. I think the same perspective could be given to the Suns, right? It's been 11 years since they lost in the conference, Western Conference Finals. 
Since then, they won 40, 33, 25, 48, 39, 23, 24, 21, 19. And of course, last year they got red hot in the bubble, but still missed the playoffs in a play-in tournament. And this year, well, they finished in first place in their division. They got the second seed in the West. They won 51 out of 72 games. And they're in the conference semis. And they have a two-games-none lead. And they've done it without Chris Paul these first two games. And oh, yeah, by the way, right? in addition to the last decade, Suns games have really been Laker quasi-Laker home games. right? In addition to all that, we're now celebrating with a full house, great atmosphere. That place has been a zoo. That place has been a zoo. Uh, let's take you to the Valley where uh, Jody Eller joins us. Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, J- Jody, first, like before we get into what actually took place at the end of the game last night. What's your reaction been like to how well the Suns have played without Chris Paul? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it's surprising to everybody that it's been kind of seamless. And Campaign, who is, you know, his story's well known, was playing in China in the G League a year ago, and Monty Williams calls him up out of, you know, basically necessity to get an extra body in the bubble for the Suns, and he's turned that into one of the, you know, starring roles last night and leading all scores, basically being their offensive flotation device for three and a half quarters where, hey, D-Book, you're 5 of 16, just coming onto my life raft. I got you 29 points. And it's it's really incredible what Chris Paul's impact is just a human being and a basketball player is beyond having him, needing him to be on the floor. It, it really is incredible that his impact and leadership is present even when he's not even in the same state. You know, it's, what's interesting about last night is and I, and I think, I think people have grown to really respect Monty Williams, but like, he's really the whole package. I mean, really the whole package. It's not just, and obviously, they're going to have to figure out a way where when they do these reviews, teams don't get timeouts when they don't have timeouts, right? I mean, that's, it's, a, it's a big problem. But the, fa- the thought that in, what, a minute, he can draw something up, and maybe they've run it previously, but draw something up, and obviously the execution, the defense, but it worked. But that was some of these head coaches have assistants that draw that stuff up. And everyone knows about Monty, the person and the relationships he has. But to be able to draw something up, get it to work, win a game. I mean, this guy is going to be deity status if they win the whole thing. He really is. And there's a couple of things about that last play. First of all, before the Valley Oop took over, somebody suggested to me it should have been called the full Monty because Monty Williams in the huddle before the timeout, reminding DeAndre Ayton, you know, building his confidence up, dialing the play up. One of the weaknesses of Monty Williams this season in the regular season, and I say weaknesses in air quotes, has been some of his play calling come out of timeouts in late-game situations. They've run a lot of very heavy Devin Booker isolation basketball. That's even with Chris Paul on the floor. They've called timeouts. They've gone heavy iso. They've tried to go hero ball with Devin Booker, and, He made a few of those, but he's missed a few of those this year as well. Uh, Not only did Monty Williams dial up a perfect play on the Valley Oop, but also the Mikhail Bridges three at the top of the key. He got Mikhail Bridges an open three from the corner moments before that Mikhail Bridges missed. That rebound led to the review, which led to the the Alley Oop uh, diagramming and, and the new timeout. But Devin Booker, 
who being willing to be a decoy at this stage of his career where he has craved nothing more than that moment, where he has sought nothing more than to be the guy in the biggest moment of the season, here he is with a broken nose more than likely, voluntarily, willingly setting a back screen on a seven-footer where he knows he's going to get crushed. He does it. Everyone in the building, I don't care what everyone says in hindsight, Doug, everyone watching, everyone part of that game thought the Suns were setting a screen to pop open Devin Booker for a turnaround jumper, Kevin Durant style with .9 seconds left. And Monty Williams, we see this in football a lot, where the coach picks the right time to run the right trick play. This is like the Philly special, but it was the value, but it wasn't the Super Bowl, but for Suns fans, it felt like it last night. Yeah, I, I will I will tell you that the, the back end of that play is if they, if they switch, then Booker pops out and he catches and shoots the basketball. Like, that's the so it, it it technically was for Booker, but you're you're using him using the fact that that the Clippers guarded exactly the way he thought they would, which is they weren't switching off of Booker, and that's a mistake by the Clippers. And because Batum didn't leave, it ends up being a, a you know a wide open dunk as as uh, Aiton did a great job of throwing Zubac into him. So the one thing is it, it was actually technically, it's like, it's an either or, you know, if he's open, you throw it to the rim. If not, you throw it to book and you see if he can, he can make one. How, how big was that? Was that to go and can, you know, all these things considered, if it's one, one, there's a different feeling today. How big was that? Do you think, I mean, what, what would it have been like had they not made that last shot? Yeah, it's interesting. The The other side of this coin is, you know, it's been easy for the Suns. I mean, it's been tense at times. It's not like they've been uh, running willy-nilly. They've met a little bit of resistance, but they swept the Nuggets. Once they Anthony Davis went down, they, they basically ran the table on the Lakers. It's, it, it, it doesn't feel like it can be this easy, uh, and I know it's not simple or easy for the players, but I mean, if this is 1-1 and head back to L.A., you're talking about a best-of-five where three of those games are in Los Angeles. And at that point, you know, Chris Paul and Kawhi Leonard are basically in an arms race to get back on the floor. We know now that CP3 is almost certainly going to be back on the floor for Game 3. But, yeah, if it's 1-1, this is the first – it would have been really the first time since Game 3 of the Lakers series where the Suns would have felt that pressure that typically forges that championship medal. But this Suns team – has avoided that kind of postseason tension. They've just been so much better than the teams they're facing. And I think Clippers 2-0, I know the history, I know the record they set this year with coming back from 0-2, but, you know, the the Jazz uh, had a backbone made of mashed potatoes and, and the Mavericks are a one-man band. This Suns team is is considerably different than both of those teams the Clippers came back on. Are they... We have seen point guards come back. Now, most of the guys, guards, people that have come back and played are coming off of injury. This is coming off of illness or testing positive. Are we sure the Suns will be better when they get CP3 back? I think you saw yesterday exactly how the Suns can be better with Chris Paul. And that is in the final minutes of halves, quarters, and even the game where he comes in and is just a steadying presence. It is... It's not, you know, Devin Booker mad scrambled, Devin Booker, you know, fight through double team. It feels like his presence has a calming impact on the entire team. He's steady. He's waited his entire career. I can't wait to see how the Chris Paul Rondo rivalry flares up in this. It's been a chippy game. 
I would imagine, Doug, and, and you would know better than me, I would think the Clippers' best course of action if Kawhi Leonard's not back for Game 3 is to muck it up even more. I mean, to tile up that chippiness and the Patsev and the Rondo up to a 15 on a scale of 1 to 10. And Chris Paul, I think one interesting thing I'm, I'm curious to see with Chris Paul is, can he keep his emotions in check? This is a yeah. huge moment for him. Second Western Conference Finals, 2-0 against a Clippers franchise and some Clippers players that he has a very you know personal, professional animos- animus towards. So I, I think his presence should mostly be felt in the steadying presence. He's not going to be the frenetic scoring energy of campaign. He's not going to be the guy that's you know, uh, the spark plug off the bench or something. But I do think when you get into those final set plays when the game slows down, Chris Paul's steadiness, his composure is going to be where the Suns are going to need him, either either this series um, or certainly if they're fortunate enough to get beyond into the NBA Finals. Awesome, awesome stuff. Hey, listen, uh, Joey, this is going to be oh, – oh, by the way, um, I, look, I get Suns and Four Guy we all had fun with, but – like the Suns having the PSAs with with people talking about you know let's not let's not beat the crap out of each other in the stands like it, it's a it's a kind of hard double standard there like well let's reward Suns and Four guy and on the other hand nobody else can kick the crap out of anybody else in the stands. <laughs> well, I, you know, I guess they would say Devin Booker is the one that basically rewarded the Suns for, but I, I agree 100. percent It's like hey, you know what? Let's just let's just enjoy the moment. We'll fix. There's the time for lecturing your fans, I don't think, right now, when they're providing arguably the biggest home court advantage in the NBA postseason. Is necessarily the right time? We can, we can all accept and agree that fan fights happen in the stands, regardless if it's the NBA playoffs and the Suns or elsewhere. So let's just enjoy the ride. Fair, fair enough. Jody, really appreciate you joining us. At Radio Jody is his Twitter handle. You can check him out on Fox Sports 910. Jody, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, you're the best, man. Appreciate it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DOUG, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. Terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. And screw up right with Indiana boys, Indian. Hey, did you guys see this? Um, Ramos, you'll appreciate this one. I'll have to text it to you. Have you seen this uh, summer of 87, summer and fall of 87, all the people that played at Madison Square Garden? Have you seen that? I have not. I do remember the summer of 87, though. But You, you do? I, 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 I was 11. <laughs> I that well. Uh, that was the year after I graduated from high school. It was the summer of um, 87, yeah. Really? Yeah, I graduated in June How of 87. Are you? Well, I just turned <laughs> well, 51. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Class of, I was class of 87, same class as high school. How old were you when you graduated grade, grade high school? I was 17. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't, because I was born in September, so I was one, I could go either way. I could have been class of 88 or class of 87 or however that worked back then, yeah. Okay, so starting in March... And ending in December. So this is like spring. This is one year at Madison Square Garden. You ready? Okay. Okay. Rat and poison. That's funny. It's rat poison. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Okay. Eric Clapton. Huey Lewis in the news. Jose Feliciano. Luther Vandross. Brian Adams. Duran Duran. Paul Simon. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Madonna. Bon Jovi. Billy Idol and the Colt together, The Cure, Beastie Boys and Run DMC together, Motley Crue and Whitesnake together. Oh, backstage there must have been amazing. <laughs> Tina Turner and Wang Chung. Mm. Everybody have fun tonight. That's right. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Uh, Roger Waters. I, well, I have no idea. I'm sure very, very important. David Bowie. Under pressure. Uh, Whitney Houston. The Grateful Dead. You two. Pink Floyd, Eddie Murphy, The Cars, Rush, Yes, and Depeche Mode. Wow. That's some, it's a lot of great bands, some so-so, but a lot more great than so. Okay, so if I was to give you 
Give me your top five in order. Of those bands that you were there, uh, you said, uh, I would say uh, U2. Uh, I definitely would see Motley Crue. Um, oh, I, I saw Tom Payton and Heartbreakers, so I'd say Tom Payton and Heartbreakers. That's three. Uh, the Cure. Did you say Depeche Mode? Depeche Mode, yeah. Yeah, I would see them as well. So those would be the five. From what I remember, there was a lot of names there, so... Um, okay. So I would say if I wanted to see a concert at Madison Square Garden, like, let's not, it's hard because we're talking 87. 87 was peak Madonna. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was at the height of her fame. She she wasn't maybe, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if she's height, but she's Huey Lewis in the news is pretty amazing back then. I saw them as well. Yeah. They would be in the, they were very good. I saw them on the sports tour in 85. Sports eighty five. So you'd still they'd still have all those songs. They right? had that that sports. Let me play something from a new album. Yeah. You're like, no. Sports. They have, we I, want sports. I mean, Joshua you two Joshua Tree. Yeah, I, that was a great tour, by the way. The eighty seven Joshua Tree tour. Awesome. One of my highlights of my life. Really? Yeah. That, that tour, I saw him at the sports arena, LA Sports Arena. And lived to tell about it. Lived what to, um yeah. uh first concert you ever went to? Uh first concert I ever went to. I saw <laughs> I saw Men at Work in 1982. I was 12 at the Greek Theater. Greek Theater is a great place to watch concerts. Great, but my sister used to help run the Greek Theater. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was uh, right at the end of high school. Uh, I was in college at the time. It was actually my year at junior college right here. So I saw so many shows at the Greek. It was that's an amazing venue. Coming to Los Angeles once. I don't know if it's already up and running again. But the Greek is an unbelievable outdoor amphitheater to, to see things. Uh, it's it's right. It's in the same park as the Griffith Observatory. And I, Ramos, I know you know this, but it's like Dodger Stadium, the Greek and the Griffith Park Observatory, like all right there in this kind of uh, hilly. I wouldn't call it mountain, like overlooking downtown L.A. It's pretty phenomenal. It is. Like, Parking at, at the Greek isn't the greatest. Isn't the greatest not so, the yeah. greatest. I mean, look, Dodgers, you're going up a hill. What do you, what do you, what do you expect? <laughs> True. Gavin, first concert. I think it was Goldfinger. The, um, really? Pop- Goldfinger? That's yeah, good. But it, what was their first big, that was their big song. I think it was Superman. Um, and I went to it because their song was in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. Nice. And my brother and his friends were going, so they drug, drug me along. They, they were, I remember them as a ska band, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, growing up in Orange County, Southern yeah, California, ska, very yeah. popular. Yeah. 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 No, no, I was, it was mid 90s. That was my high school days. And they were big, real big fish, obviously, no doubt. Um, and then, you know, uh, you have, uh, uh, what, Santeria, why am I blanking? Sublime. Uh, Sublime. Sublime's like the guy. Karaoke right? favorite. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's big. Buy your first concert. Ario Speedwagon. Wow. Central Wisconsin uh, Valley Fair. How old? I was in high school. Yeah, oh. probably like 16, something like that, 17. My parents were in Vegas. We were in Vegas in a basketball tournament, and they took me to see, they went to see Jeffrey Osborne. Yeah. That was like my first concert. Can you woo woo? Can you woo woo woo? Can you woo woo woo? What's crazy about it is my dad ended up coaching Jeffrey Osborne's son in AAU, and Jeffrey Osborne's a uh, like a, 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 a friendly. I wouldn't say we're, we're friends. He was friends with my dad, like an amazing guy, like just a great. He has a couple of 
great song. I mean, actually, that's a, those are good songs. I might have to play a couple. Anyway, um, and then my first concert I actually ended up getting dropped off at was Tony, Tony, Tony and Bobby Brown in Santa Ana. Me and Miles Simon got dropped off at the concert and then picked back up. And yeah, that was, that was not a, I mean, it was nothing, there was nothing terrible, but that was definitely not a concert that like 13 year old boys should be at. <laughs> I mean, I felt like Bobby Brown was like, was, was picking his ladies out of the audience. Oh man. Yeah, and Tony, 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 like all you you're talking about feels good. Remember that song? Yeah, right. So, uh, but I don't think that was about what we thought that it was about at the at the time. Anyway, okay. Best concert, best concert. Ramos, best concert you've ever been to. Well, I think, like I said, I think that the U two concert. You know, Prince was really good too. He was exceptional at, at the at the not sports center at the Staples Center back in I think two thousand and eight somewhere around there. He was. Unbelievable. Yeah, but U2 is the 87 U2 Joshua Tree was one of the best I've ever seen. I went seen. to U2 Pop Mart at the at the Coliseum and it wasn't good because they were playing a bunch of songs from the Pop Mart. Yeah. It wasn't. But when they played The Streets Have No Name. You got you, you were into <laughs> Oh, it was great. Yeah. It, was, it was great. Uh, all right, Gavin, best concert you've ever been to. Um, I saw The Cure at Coachella in 2006. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Coachella and The Cure. I know. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, what about you there, Byron? Yeah, you know, I thought it was Hall and Oates a few years back, and then I whoa, saw Tears whoa, for Fears. Whoa. Tears for yes, Fears. Yes, I mean it was. Me and my wife even said, and they. Hall and Oates was so good the second time. We both love. Uh, we, you know, we both love Hall and Oates. We both love Tears for Fears, and then when they did that combo tour, we're like, heck yeah, we're going. And then Tears for Fears is just amazing. So much that you're uh, just like, let's go tomorrow night. Let's go to the next night. <laughs> you follow them around. Yeah. Also, you're also, like, you're, you're a Tears for Fears groupie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those where they play all the hits as well. But uh, I also saw George Michael down in Orange County uh, on his 25 Live tour. George so Michael, was, wh- yeah. oh, 25 Live, not yeah. Wham. No, George there's Michael no Ridgely. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm a big George, I was a big George Michael fan, like Faith. Um, I love Freedom. Freedom's a great song. Really good song, Freedom. Um, Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears is, uh, they did the shout, shout, let it all out. Right? Yep. That's them, right? Yeah. And everybody wants to yep. rule the world. That's a good, that's a, that's a good band. It's yeah, a good band. That's a, that's a, almost a lighter on every song kind of thing. Now everybody does the phone thing. <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Vito texts me and says, uh, Air Supply 1980 at the Greek was his first show. He was five. Um, and then Sergio Mendez in Brazil 66 at the Hollywood Bowl in 06 is his favorite show. So anyway, uh, Max Homa joins us, uh, star in the, on the PGA Tour, Santa Clarita's own, actually Valencia, California. Same thing. It's To those of us who don't live in the area, Max, it's like, where is that? That's the place that people live and apparently near Six Flags, right? That's that's really what it, what it is. Um, first concert you ever went to is where? Oh, uh, San Diego. Oh, my gosh. Where is it? It was Molly Crew open for, uh, man, I'm having a serious brain fart. Steven Tyler 
I'm blanking. Um, what was it? Was it outdoors? Or indoors? Because the San Diego it Sports. It was outdoors. Arena. I'm thinking it wasn't. It wasn't indoors. It was outdoors. I was. I was young, so I'm having a hard time. Well, you're having a hard time because you were at a Motley Crue concert, and I'm guessing the second hand destroyed all your brain cells. That's that's really what it was. Yeah, maybe that's what's so messed up with me. <laughs> it's hard to make sense. Uh, Aerosmith, thank you. My brain just turned on. That's there you go. Uh, best concert you've ever been to? Uh, gosh, I went to this really like divey bar to watch uh, uh, a J. Cole concert one time way back in the day. That was a yeah. lot of fun. That sounds pretty awesome. I played basketball. I was in that NBA celebrity all-star game when I worked at ESPN with J. Cole. And oh, I remember. Yeah, he was he was a lot younger, but you know, he was like dunking in warm-ups, and I was like, I don't think this guy can play basketball. It was it was very <laughs> funny. He was not, he was not. It was like one of those like he could dunk and he was young, and so people thought he could play. And like, yeah, I don't uh, uh, Yeah, you know, know, you know too much. You you know the real side. Well, you can just watch when somebody. I'm sure it's like you with with golf, right? Like it's like if you saw me swing a golf swing a golf club, I'd be like, "Oh, you're pretty good." And like, yeah, and actually, golf was like, "Yeah, no, he hasn't. He's terrible." <laughs> yeah, maybe you're he's, right. He's 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 terrible. Um, what'd you think of the setup at Tory? I thought it was great. It felt a lot like uh, the farmers' insurance. Honestly, um, the greens were much firmer and and a bit slicker. But uh, Tita Green, it was really similar. I thought they did a good job. Uh, would have liked if I could pick anything. I would have liked 13 on the Thursday Friday rounds. Uh, the only two I played <laughs> to play a little bit shorter because uh, I think it's a bit more exciting. But other than that, I thought they nailed it. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, who was it? Was it Bryson? Bryson blew up on on 13 on Sunday. I mean, those guys Sunday hit the turn. Like, oh my gosh, that yeah, they, hard there's on. like an hour period. Nobody could get the ball in the hole. It's wild. What is that like? What is that like to play a course to where you're like, I, I you know. And I don't know when you're playing, you've won twice, obviously winning it, uh, you know, winning in, in LA for your second win was amazing. But, uh, but what is that like when everybody's struggling? Are you able to, to process that everybody's struggling with the course or are you so focused on yourself that you don't even know what else is going on? Uh, it's mostly like selfishly yourself. You're just kind of, us opens are different, man. I know I've been doing a bunch of this stuff with Gillette and it was just funny because I was Thinking about, like, you know, you're sweating from, like, the moment you wake up, kind of, knowing you're going to be kind of playing 18 holes of hell in a way. (laughs) Uh, So you kind of get to the course, and you know it's going to be a grind. So I guess it helps you there. You put your mindset in a a good spot. But once you start playing, it's just you, your caddy, and the golf course. You're just kind of trying to pick it apart and, you know – if you get out of position, you got to get back in position ASAP. Uh, and, and it feels like when you do get a chance to make a birdie, uh, you got to take advantage of it. It's kind of mental warfare in that in that regard. But it's hard to it's hard to get too caught up in what everybody else is doing, just because anybody can have a blow up hole at any moment. So you're really never out of it unless you kind of play your own self out of it. You know, Wolf joined us yesterday. Matthew Wolf joined us yesterday. Another SoCal guy, obviously. And um, you know, he took two, and he's younger than you. He, he took two months away. Uh, to kind of mentally, he told us to reset, right? Like he was just not feeling any sort of joy from the sport. And, and, and like golf is, it's very much like baseball. There's so much failure in golf, right? So much failure in golf. How, how are you able to process that failure and not let it get into you to a bad mental place? <laughs> Probably practice. <laughs> Getting used to failing in a way. Um, trying to take the take more good than the bad because in golf you're if you tried to have more good or if you tried to only focus on 
you know, the bad, there's just too much of it built up. We, we don't win. Even the best golfer or the best golfer I think of all time, Tiger, has won like 20% of his golf tournaments. So that means he's losing considerably more often. So you try and leave the, the events and, and think about the things you did well. I'm obviously always trying to improve, but uh, even the best in the world don't win every week. So it's tough, but uh, it's just kind of part of the job, part of the game. Um, I think anybody who's who's played golf kind of knows, even in one round of golf, that uh, there's going to be some bad. Uh, you just got to make sure that you're really positive, focusing on the good, because uh, when you do have those wins, cause since they come so few and far between, uh, it's kind of euphoric. So it's worth it's worth kind of some of the losses, I would say. What, you, you mentioned Tiger. When you won the Genesis he was there. It was right before the, the accident. And uh, you, you talked about how, like, it's, it's like a deity, right? Like, you're just like, it's a god stand, standing there next to you. Um, but what, what, what is that like to be, like, kind of the, that was the last day anybody saw him in public. And then all of a sudden, after that, you know, I, I don't know if he'll have a golf career after that terrible accident. Um, for you, emotionally, what's it been like to process? Yeah, it was really eerie. I remember I landed and got a text, and everyone's kind of telling me what had just happened, and, and I couldn't believe it. Just like you mentioned, I saw him the day prior, um, and you know, for for me, just getting to talk to him, uh, I was so appreciative of. He's done a zillion things for not only me but for the whole golf community uh, and, and and his you know efforts in the game. And uh, to think for a moment, you know, he might not be around at all let alone just the golf course was scary. Uh, I'm glad he seems to be doing so much better. Uh, but it was, it was a lot to process for everybody. I know like that's, that was on everybody's mind the next week out at, uh, out in Florida, uh, at concession. Uh, and it, it's scary, but we're just all really rooting for him to just hopefully just go back and at some point be able to move around and run around with his kids and just have a life because he's done enough for the game. Uh, if he decides to never pick up a golf club again, he's done way more than he, we ever deserved. Uh, you know, so he, he's been, he's been just an absolute blessing for the tour and, uh, you know, and for just the fans to get to watch. I feel like as a, as a kid growing up, as a fan of the game, uh, there was nothing more fun than watching Tiger Woods play golf. And, and like I said, I just hope that he can be healthy at some point for his own, his own family. Uh, so obviously we're rooting for him, but it's been nice to see him seemingly in, in good spirits. He, he did. I mean, look, he made golf cool. I mean, that's really like, you know, like yeah. I, I grew up in Orange County and, you know, Tiger was, we were sa- same age. And I just like, I remember golf as, you know, I mean, even the late Payne Stewart, right? Like the, the, the outfits and the hats and whatever, like it was just, I wasn't a country club kid and it wasn't anything. He had this ability to make it cool, right? Like he, it, it was, he had swag. Golfers didn't have swag. It's really amazing. The kind of transformation that I, I don't know if if a lot of people outside of golfers in your generation understand exactly where golf was to where it is now. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he made, he made walking through my quad in my high school, my freshman year in a purple golf polo. Cause that was our team's, you know, shirt, like way less miserable. <laughs> so I could, they could say, Hey, what do you do? Oh, you play golf. I'm like, yeah, go watch this guy, Tiger Woods play and tell me this is not a cool sport to, to, to play or to watch. So uh, you know, he fits pumping all over the place in great shape. Um, you know, it just, yeah, it just made it cool. I, I honestly don't know if I would have stuck out golf as a young kid if it wasn't for him because I think it would have just been, uh, you know, at, at that time everyone was calling it an older man's game. And, and yeah. as a kid to be able to keep going with that, it would, it would be kind of odd almost. So uh, he, he did not make it that. He made it the opposite. He made every kid want to 
have a putt on the last hole of a golf tournament so they can do an uppercut fist pump like he always did. Um, okay, the 72 club, right? So so are you you mean to tell me that Gillette deodorant really lasts 72 hours? 70, like 72 hours? 72 hours. As a man, I live out in Arizona, which is basically on the sun, uh, and I'll tell you it works. <laughs> it's hot, man, but it works, and it's this amazing. Uh, they're obviously uh, a major brand. They've been... Uh, pursuing excellence they've been killing it so i'm I'm honored to be uh, a part of it and i'm also just thankful to be able to use the product so that my wife does not leave me every time i come home for practice <laughs> uh favorite person to play with on the tour like in, in in an event not not to play on a on a monday or a tuesday on a thursday you see you're playing with them you're like this is gonna be a fun day uh rory's really fun to play with um rory McElroy. he's just like he brings a buzz to the event. So, you know, if you're playing with him, you get to play in front of a bunch of people. And, and he, you know, typically puts on a show. He's an amazing golfer, but he's a great dude. So he's fast. It's, he's just easy to play with. Um, and then uh, my best friend out here, Taylor Gooch, he, uh, yeah, Gooch, you know, you always want to play with your buddies. You always want to hang out with them. So uh, he's an easy pick. Uh, he plays fast, too. Uh, we usually just say anybody fast. So those two are, are some of the quicker players. So they, <laughs> like, they got to keep it moving. <laughs> Hit the ball! Like we're not we're, we're not gonna. Did, did you ever did you ever play with Sergio when it was really bad? I did not. I was a little young, but I remember him getting heckled in uh, oh, New York. God, just just hit the. Now, are you a Duff? Are you a Duff tomorrow? Is that you're with? I am. Yeah, I'm with Duff. Um, I I I love some off air stories. Tell tell Gooch I said I I said hello. Us Oklahoma State guys gotta gotta stay together. Yes, sir. Uh, hit, hit him long and straight. Enjoy the travelers. By the way, we mentioned this to Wolf yesterday. No call from you. I, I don't know. Me and Dan Byer, we're part of a foursome. We won the tra- We won the um, the Farmers uh, Pro Am on the South Course. Other people play in the North. You didn't call me for any local course knowledge. Nothing. Now you're up at Travelers Man, up in Cromwell. That wasn't in, that I, I wasn't played, in my notes. I need to know that next time so I can I talk to the right in, people. I played in Cromwell a dozen times, and this is the first time we've talked. So, listen, you go play blind tomorrow. You Pay your caddy, whatever. And then Friday, when you need some tips, I'll send you a couple tips. Fair enough? Hey, that sounds good. I appreciate, I appreciate the help. <laughs> uh, l- last thing before we let you go. Okay, I want the truth. You grew up in Valencia. Valencia is known for Six Flags. Were you scared of roller coasters as a kid? I was scared of the loop, like the like the the whatever Revolution? The, the big loop you would go. Once yeah. start, once I did my first one, though, I was hooked on roller coasters. I love it now. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You can't grow up in that area and not be. Max, hit them long and straight tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Win at Cromwell, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Doug. Take care. All right, that's uh, that's Max Homa, one of the most one of the most uh, one of the most most liked. Now, help me out, buyer, with my English. The most liked. The most yeah, likable, well liked, yeah, well, well liked. That's it. Sorry, I just you ever hear the the synapses are not. You're like, what is why? <laughs> yes, I can. Why? Yep. It was really hard. It was really hard to the wrong emphasis and the wrong syllable. Max Home, a good dude, and that was when he won Genesis. That was really, really cool, right? Like, yeah. Especially because he he had a it wasn't a tap in but it was it was it was close footer. to a tap in yeah. yeah that he missed but then yeah. was able to win in the playoff so. yes yes I didn't want to bring that up but again that's that's the the life of of failure be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern noon Pacific. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So if you're, you're just joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio, what um, Ramos does a great job of. And I think Vito helps him out as well. I mean, is it true Ramos? I mean, do you pick out the, all the songs yourself? Uh, or the, just... I love Vito, but I'm going to take full credit on, on this one. Yeah. I, that to me. Okay. Is, <laughs> is that real big fish? Is that what it is? No, that's Goldfinger. Oh, that's, that's Goldfinger. What, that was a, uh, 
Gavin's band of love. 13-year-old Gavin just skanking to this song? Oh. That's what, what they call skanking? it. That's like the, the ska, ska dance. Yeah. Ska. Skanking with Get ska? Get your mind out of that. the gutter, okay? I just, I just remember, <laughs> what I remember about ska is I went to um, uh, UC San Diego had the Sun God Festival. Right, Sun God Festival. And I had a buddy named Nick Maruzos who played basketball at UC San Diego. And so uh, my, my boy Clay and I, we go down there and we hang out with him and we go to the Sun God Festival. And I think... I think Nick, Nick was in the pit, right? And he was in the mosh pit and he, some, a couple other guys, like somebody lost a shoe. <laughs> you come out, you're like, Hey dude, you're missing a shoe. Like, ah, oh. it was all right. It was awesome in there. Anyway, I'll never, I'll never forget this. This is great. Uh, so we're sitting there. We're like, Hey Nick, like let's, we're going to get out of here. He's like, Oh, I, I can't find my wallet. Like, really? Like, yeah, I can't, find my wallet and he's like i'm like oh man how are we gonna find it so we're trying to like go through the pit and like look and we're like this is before you had a cell phone where you could see things anyway the lead singer of real big fish um i know it was uh no actually it wasn't it was um oh man hold on not real big fish i mean it was really no it wasn't really fish who was the one who was uh they they sang come on irene come on irene but the, they remade huh remake was of. it the mighty mighty boston no 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 mm. no um man uh or is it come come on eileen sorry come on eileen but it was a well, it was a ska. It was a ska remake. Ska remake. Yeah, it was, remake. Was okay. it Save Ferris? Save yeah. Ferris. Oh, That's who it was. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Save Ferris has a a female lead singer, and uh, she was pretty. She was pretty awesome. Uh, I think her name is like Adrienne Nolf or something like that. Adrienne Nolf. I, I can't remember. Anyway, so we're we're like searching for this dude's shoe. And for a it's Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio, and for my buddy Nick's wallet, and Adrian, lead singer of of Save Ferris at the Sun God Festival, says like, uh, "Hey, um, Nick Maruzos, here's your visa. Beers are on you." And we we're like, "It's the great." It, that, anyway, that's that's a mosh pit. Anyway, let's get to what the fox said. <laughs> and now, <laughs> what does the fox say? This was Colin Cowherd earlier today talking about replay. At the end of NBA games. NBA games fly by, except for the last couple of minutes of close playoff games. I'm okay with it because they're doing it for a reason. Replay was created to get the call right with two minutes left and not screw a team out of a championship. So this play drove me nuts. But I thought about it. Devin Booker, sideline, Patrick Beverly, ball goes out of bounds. Now, 99% of the time in the season, they give it to the offensive team. Why do they do that? The NBA, to keep the game fluid and moving and fast, is going to give that to the offensive player. But they go to the replay with a minute left because we're not going to take a championship from a team. But it would be kind of ridiculous, right? If you did the replay and it went off Booker and you said, yeah, so what? Well, why, why did you create the replay? So we get the technicalities right very late in games. And I know there's a lot of replays late. NBA games fly by, but they ask you at the end, we're going to get this stuff right. Yeah, okay, but we're going to do the same thing with NFL games. Look, I think I have the proper adjustment to it, okay? The, the fact is that 
you know, like if you're going to use replay, it's in an effort to get it right. And you might as well get it right. But I, I, I think there is a, a simple fix to how they handle replay and how you can, how you can make it so that it's equitable for both sides and not beneficial for a team to get a timeout. I'll get to that as part of our Suns Clippers game two recap. It's upcoming next in the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app. From BBC radio four Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 